Welcome to episode 24 of the MindHub podcast with Dee and Cody. Um, we appreciate everyone still being here. It's been 24 weeks doing this, um, and this week we just wanted to kind of focus on like what things might be holding you back. We're going to talk about, you know, um, seasonal depression, um, and we're going to uh, talk about like COVID anxiety, and since the cases are getting worse, you know, how we how you can cop combat that yes um it's weird because we started this and you know lockdown number one and it's almost seeming like we're headed there again and here we are <laughs> doing a podcast but also hoping it's not going to be as severe but i don't know yeah yay covid <laughs> i know <laughs> it's just like, it's crazy to think, um, you know, what can happen next, because everyone thought that this was going to end in two weeks, this whole, like, quarantine thing, and, you know, a, a lot of countries are shut down, Canada, the UK, like, they're still shut down, they're in lockdown for another, like, four weeks, depending on where people are located, um, and that could be, that could happen to us, too, um, we, we never know. Yeah, for sure, it's, I mean... Hopefully it won't be as long because I remember the first time it was like, oh, we're going to do this for two weeks to sow the spread. And then it was like a month and then it ends like three months. And so I don't think that we're ever going to end up in that place again just because we know more about it and how to kind of work around it a bit more. Um, but you just I mean, you never know. It just depends on how things go and the numbers and all that. But um, it sucks that, you know, that that it's you know coming coming back pretty pretty full force at the moment because it's winter time and the holidays are coming and i feel like yeah there's just been there's there's reasons kind of behind to why the numbers are rising but it doesn't make it any like easier to digest <laughs> yeah i mean we have a curfew right now we can't we're not supposed to leave our house from 10 from 10 p.m to 5 a.m See, like, I could be fine with that because I don't do that anyways. <laughs> I don't really do that either. Uh, but it's just crazy to think that, you know, there's a curfew. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think over here in California, I mean, a lot of places in Southern California never really lifted their their lockdown stuff. So they've just been <laughs> chilling all locked up in there. Uh, it's a little different up here in Northern California. But we're headed into possible, you know, shutdowns again, depending on the county and all that. You know, of course, my first thing is like, oh, what's going to happen to my gym? And um, am I going to be working at home losing my mind again? Or, you know, what's what's happening? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm I'm trying to prepare for that, too. I just bought a, a weight bench. I do need some more weights, though, and those are really hard to come by. No one's selling them, and if they are selling them, they're, like, jacked up the prices to, like, way too expensive. Yeah. <laughs> that weight should be. Um, but, you know, you can only try to control what's in your control, and you can't control if you go into lockdown. So, you know, you just have to try to prepare for it as much as you can. Yeah, exactly. So it's kind of like the number one piece of equipment that I generally recommend to clients is exercise bands because they're the most versatile but also the least expensive um, yeah. and they ship you know prime shipping still available for them so they're not all snagged up 
Yeah. But, uh, I mean, maybe they will be now, but dumbbells are still really, really hard to come by, especially for a decent price, even if they're, like, like five-pound dumbbells or just – it's just, like, you can't really do much with that anyways, and they're still, like, $50. And so – yeah. If you look, if you're looking for like a 75 pound pair of dumbbells, you're looking at like $300 plus just for a pair, and you're like, "Wow, um, that sounds awful." I don't, I don't think that I could do that. I need to just find some heavy rocks. <laughs> yeah, I saw a pair of five pound dumbbells on Marketplace for like $50, and I'm like, "What? Are you, you could just get two jugs of water? Like that's not even. <laughs> it's like, come on." Yeah, and it actually one was broken one one like oh there was gosh. a piece missing from it so it was probably only like four pounds but still like that's ridiculous like seriously i'm going to look into how to make my own dumbbells because if it if it comes to that you know i could get desperate enough you never know because buying a pair of dumbbells for over 300 dollars is insanity it's insanity I know people were making their own weight plates with cement and things like that, so I know people are definitely getting creative. I just hope, I just hope it doesn't come down to that uh, again. Me too. I mean, um, you know, Des and I invested in a good little piece of equipment, but it's you know barbell and, and plates, which does a trick to help still lift heavy. It's got some cable pulleys and stuff like that, so we got the cables and the barbells covered, but. You know, not the dumbbells still. I've got my adjustable uh, dumbbells, but they're just not, they're not heavy enough, you know. So it's like, uh, going to just have to do my best with the barbell, I guess, if uh, if all things shut down. But yeah, I'm trying to just be like, well, we've done this before. Uh, <laughs> we know how to do this. We can, yeah. we can do this. <laughs> yeah. I, and I've been thinking about, you know, investing into a home gym, um, after COVID because I can't afford the prices now. Um, but like just to have just like, I've seen a squat rack and, um, they have some lever things, which is cool. You can add on to it to make it be like basically any machine of equipment that you would, uh, see at the gym that you can, you know, do with that. So, but those things are all sold out right now, so you can't even like invest in a home gym if you wanted to for a decent price. Yeah, so. it's like at this point, you've got to basically wait months for an order or shipment to come in um, or just <laughs> tough it out. But man, we uh, can you imagine how much money the uh, fitness like <laughs> supply companies are making right now? I know. Ooh. They should, like, donate some of that money to the gyms that are closing. <laughs> <laughs> For real. They're like, here, we'll help you out. And then just keep buying from us. We'll make a deal. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Other than that, it is also winter time. And with that, or no, it's not winter, but it's going to be the seasons are changing. And with seasons changing, there comes a few things. One of those is seasonal depression, which I know... It's tough because the days are short, it's cold, the motivation just really goes down the drain. Uh, so on that note, we should probably, I guess we could talk about like yeah, tips dealing with that, all that fun <laughs> yeah, stuff. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely feel that. Like I get up to go to the gym in the morning and I see the sunrise, but then when I, before I get out of work at 4.30, the sun's already setting, if not already, like already gone. Um, so that definitely takes a toll on me. I mean, I want to go to bed earlier. I don't want to do as many things, even on the weekend when I'm not working. Like, 
it's it's hard on people like they don't want to do anything you're tired you know sun is definitely something that helps people and you know if you can't get out during the day um that can take a toll on you definitely it just has this weird like it, yeah the darkness i think just really just throws people for a loop and then of course you know lack of vitamin d which <laughs> i mean i i definitely would suggest looking into supplementing vitamin d a little bit more in the winter especially i mean in general people through this whole thing you know we've been indoors a little bit more than usual too um so a lot of times us americans are low in vitamin d because we do spend a lot of times indoors in offices at desks and all that stuff uh, but especially in the winter, if you don't get a lot of sunshine, you could be low on vitamin D, something to look into, not a doctor, not forcing you, not telling you to go drink a bottle <laughs> of vitamin D, just like think about it. Uh, but yeah, so just something to realize too is that once you get moving, it usually starts to uh, lift a little bit because it's just like you feel almost fatigued because you feel your moods because your brain and your body are connected. So if you're in your head like man i just feel so tired like i feel so fatigued like your body is gonna feel that they communicate so it's if you kind of make it going back to the non-optional thing is keeping your promises to yourself and say if i'm going to get movement in today like keep that keep that promise to yourself and get out the door get some movement and i guarantee you, you will feel better and you know if you're instead of telling yourself like oh man i'm so tired it's just like yeah, uh, it's kind of cold and dark, but I'll feel better once I start moving. So it's just a matter of shifting perspective and mindset. Uh, it always comes down to mindset. But, yeah. Uh, small little tip. I know it's easier said than done. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it goes back to, you know, be in control of what you can control. Um, so even if you get up a little bit early uh, and you, like you said, and you made a promise to, to yourself to move your body, you know, maybe go for a walk or go to the gym or do something because moving your body can definitely improve your mood and get your endor endorphins pumping. I can't speak today. <laughs> and, then that, and then overall make your day a little bit better. Yeah, exactly. And if you think about it in a sense of if you can you know, do everything that you promised to yourself that you would do. You can also keep the promise to yourself of like your little reward at the end of the day or whatever it can be, you know, just watching your favorite thing on Netflix or reading the book that you have been wanting to read or just setting time aside at the end of the day to do something that you like find really relaxing and uplifting and something that you want to do um, other than food. <laughs> so just little things to be like, all right, I'm going to do this thing. It's hard. Don't really want to, but I'll feel better after. And then after that, I can do this. And it just, that's kind of what I do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, for me, it's such a routine now. If I don't get up and go to the gym in the morning, uh, my whole day is thrown off. Like, like on rest days and stuff, my body knows it's a rest day and I'm actually like way more tired than I would normally be. Um, so even getting some movement throughout the day makes me feel a little bit better. But I know that rewarding yourself with food, especially if you've done it forever, it's a hard habit to break. <laughs> it's yeah. something that I've dealt with. Um, it's something that a lot of people deal with because when you grow up, like if you get straight A's or if you got good grades in school or if you did well on a test or anything, you know, parents would bring you out to eat or, you know, get you something that like a dessert or, or at least my parents did that. So 
it's definitely a yeah. hard habit to break, um, but it goes back to being all about mindset too. Um, and once in a while, like it is okay to reward yourself with something, especially if you've worked hard uh, and you want a treat meal or something like that. But you can't have a treat meal every single day. <laughs> so you can't reward yourself with it every single day. Uh, and it's just a hard habit to break, but uh, you can do it. Right. It's kind of like, it doesn't mean that you can't treat yourself with food. It's just like have a variety of treatments or treats that you could have and then yeah. keep the, the food treat to one of those options, but on the more occasional side. So it is an actual treat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that That's definitely something that, you know, I struggle with too. So I know that other people do as well. For sure. Yeah. So what... Should we go into the main topic that we were kind of wanting to touch on today? Yes. Yeah, so I thought something was interesting. I asked everyone, is there something holding you back uh, on my Instagram? And if so, what? And I just got a lot of responses, um, some the same, some not. And it, I just wanted to kind of share them with you so that you guys know that you're not alone. And then, you know, Cody and I can just talk about uh, a bunch of them um, and give you our aspects on them. Let's do it. <laughs> so, again, the question was, um, what do you feel like is holding you back? Uh, if so, what? Um, and a couple of them are, you know, things in my life, my mind, anxiety, depression, failure, winter depression, like we just talked about. Um, a lot of people said myself, um, like their self, um, and I thought that was interesting because essentially you are the only one that can hold you back. Yeah. Yeah. I think that shows that there's a certain level of awareness in those people who said that because they kind of mm -hmm. know, oh, it's just me holding me back. But it, it, they're like on that verge of figuring it out, like how to change that. But they're mm -hmm. not really like it, there might be fear um, or just maybe not really knowing where to start or um, afraid of what other people might say or think or that sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's hard to come to that realization, though, because, you know, you've been in a different mindset for so long. And then once you realize, you know, that it's you that's holding yourself back, something like clicks eventually. Um, and then you can get to a better place from that um, because you're not a bad person. Like if even if you think you are, you're not um, and you're not alone because other I got at least probably like 10 responses that say myself. So you are definitely not alone in this. And I would say like, if you do need help, reach out. Um, you can reach out to me, you can reach out to anyone. Um, even if you don't want to coach, like people are here for you. Yeah, for sure. And I think like, um, you know, it's not the worst place to be in to realize, you know, that you are holding yourself back because that also is empowering to know that you also have the power to move yourself forward. And, you know, the first step is always the hardest. And it, it's like, just knowing that, you know, so someone asked me the other day, what was kind of the characteristics of my most successful clients? And some of the options I put down, which I, one of them I didn't include, but then I was like, oh, actually, I wish I could just tag this onto one of them. But um, so it's like, one is self-awareness. And then two is like, wanting enough to do the work and then three was patience but then i want to also add um those who are okay with making mistakes and not bidding themselves up for it or just mm -hmm. learning from them you know 
not letting that be the end point. So it's almost like a lot of the fear behind, you know, like holding yourself back, it's to fail or make mistakes. But basically, it's just like making mistakes is inevitable. Just kind of know that and accept that. But be prepared to just learn from them and move forward because that is how it works. It's kind of trial and error sometimes. And you're like, oh, that definitely didn't work. I uh, definitely fell face first into a bag of Doritos. <laughs> I got to make sure I eat more throughout the day. That was not good. Or I can't even keep these chips in the house because I will eat them. So it really is kind of a journey of failing and learning. So mm-hmm. being afraid of things, it's almost like you have to let the the most – the thing you're afraid of the most, once that happens, <laughs> you're kind of like, well, that wasn't so bad. All right, moving on. So it's like you got to let you got to let it happen and just keep going. <laughs> yeah, that's that that's another thing that a lot of people said is they're scared of failing. Um, and I always say you 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 can't fail at weight loss. You can't fail at this as long as you keep on trying like it's a process. It's going to be a lifelong process. It's a journey. Um, you're going to make mistakes. You're not going to be perfect. Like we always say, like something's going to happen. You're going to have, like you said, like a face, you're going to have a face full of Doritos or in my case, chocolate chips that you just can't stop eating. (laughs) And then you realize that you can't keep them in the house. And then you learn from that mistake. And essentially like, it's not a mistake because like that kind of has a bad notion to it. Um, but it's a learning process. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, I wouldn't even say that mistakes have like a bad connotation to it. Like, like it happens. Yeah. It's like we do it. it. We all like, we all fuck up sometimes, but it's not a dead end fuck up. It's just like, a whoopsies. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, that was a mistake, but like, it's all right. Um, So it's okay to like, take responsibility for those mistakes. You don't have to beat yourself up for them. Mm-hmm. And then you just, you just keep moving forward. You don't have to take mistakes off the table. They're there, but uh, they're not as bad as we think that they are. And yeah. it's not it's not sinful, it's not shameful, it doesn't make you a bad person. And, you know, it's like eating a whole bag of chocolate chip cookies doesn't make you a glutton. It just means you ate a bag of chocolate chip cookies. Yeah. Like, it doesn't say <laughs> anything about your character. Nope. It's just like you're a human who ate a bag of chocolate chip cookies. All right, let's not be that human tomorrow. <laughs> we have all been there. We have all done that at some point in time, whether it's chocolate chip cookies or chips or nut butters. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's like it's all there. Everyone has their thing. Uh, whatever it is, you'll figure it out, and that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you, you want to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. Yes, exactly. Like uh, as it sucks, you know, discomfort is as humans. Literally, we're like designed to avoid that because you know it's just we have this biological thing. It's just like, oh, this is bad. Fight, fight or flight, like get away. But in order to you know grow and overcome things, you gotta get gotta get uncomfortable. Um, I know that's probably the hardest part about everything, but. The more you avoid something, the harder it gets. <laughs> <laughs> that that is very true. Um, I know that when when we were in prep, uh, and whenever you would want to change my diet, I would get very uncomfortable, and I would kind of like push back a little bit, and you know. <laughs> 
that's just me and that's just my way of coping with things. I mean, eventually I would come around, but you know, everyone has that thing that if you tell them they can't do it or you have to take it out of your diet or something like that. Um, like you said, it's flight or fight <laughs> and you know, it's hard breaking that pattern. For sure. It definitely like your defense mechanisms come into play and uh, you, you want to be like, nope, nope, not happening. But you just kind of have to digest it and, think it through and be like this is good for me and I think a lot of people mistake you know changing things when it comes to diet as being restrictive and Mm -hmm. stuff like that and they're like oh I don't want to be taking something from myself and it's just like no so (laughs) it's the same thing it's like you can't you can't always have what you want all the time there's a healthy level of restraint or you know I wouldn't say restriction necessarily, but I mean, hey, I mean, some people even do do better with, you know, black and white guidelines just so they know yeah. at first, you never know. So it's like why some people do good on keto and some people are like, this is horrible. Uh, <laughs> it really depends on your personality. But um, yeah, it's unfortunately, sometimes things are going to be hard. And if we try to avoid the hard things, you're just never going to get anywhere. And it's kind of that tough love situation where it's like, I wish this could be just, you know, smooth sailing, easy road. I wish I could somehow find a way for this to be just, you know, not even the most simple thing you've ever done. Fitness, weight loss, whatever, to get to your goals. But that literally doesn't exist. And... I don't want to sugarcoat it and be like, yeah, no worries. It's going to be fine. <laughs> it's like, it's going to be hard, but you're going to really discover what you're capable of. You're going to discover even outside of food and fitness. Like you're like, if I can do this, what else can I do? Like that was really uncomfortable. What else can I do? It's, yeah, it's all connected to life. <laughs> that kind of, that kind of goes with, you know, I got a couple of people who said the fear of success and not knowing where to go next. Um, And that's something that I've dealt with this past month since, you know, coming back from Texas and um, accomplishing a goal that I never thought that I could accomplish and then not knowing what to do next. Um, But that's part of the process. Like right now I'm writing whatever story I'm going to have next, whether that be I'm maintaining my weight or, you know, having a break from it. Like, you don't always have to be going, 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 going. It's okay to look back or, you know, to take a break and to see what you want to do next. Um, But I think that's something that a lot of people deal with, too, is, like, I was scared of being successful because I didn't know what it looked like. Um, I was – or in my my head, I never thought I was successful. So to get on stage and to place and to even win the online competition – I didn't think that I could do it ever. Even when I did it, I was like, oh, I did it. Like, you know, so processing those emotions, but realizing that you don't always have to be go, go, go. Yeah, for sure. It's okay to take a step back and kind of go with the flow for a bit and uh, be okay with that. I think there's sometimes people get a little bit uptight or feel a little bit lost when they're, they have that time to calm down and there's all of a sudden like, oh, I was so focused on this one thing, and now I'm now I, I'm not. So what does that mean? What am I doing? And um, you know, it's okay to to figure that out, and you know, take some take some time. Yeah. 
Do you do you have any tips um, of people who you know are struggling right now? Maybe like all of these people who inboxes inbox me. Like clearly, there's something, you know, in the atmosphere. I guess. Uh, do you have any tips of someone who you know might be feeling this kind of way? Um, feeling like they're they're getting stuck. In their own way. Yeah, they they're stuck? getting in their own way. They're stuck. It's winter time. You know. Man, I think uh, just don't let that that stuck feeling turn into hopelessness because there. I mean, I've felt stuck before too, but the reality is that you're not actually stuck. It's just this one moment in time which you're going to be looking back at some point and being like, "Oh yeah, I felt so stuck." But then looking back, you're like, "Damn, I came so far." So it, you're never actually stuck. There's always something that you can focus on at, at some point or another. It doesn't have to be. A, I feel like sometimes people think of their big, just these lofty goals, and then they're kind of like, "Oh, I'm never going to get there." But if you break down the goals. And you even are keeping daily promises to yourself just so you can have that thing that you're just always checking off that list. Maybe it's daily goals, weekly goals, just so you always have something. And then the more that you accomplish those goals or keep those promises to yourself, the more confidence you're going to build in your ability to do other things. And just it will also break down if you have these bigger goals that you feel like are so far off. I remember even... You know, like a year and a half ago, I was I was living at home and I felt like I would never be able to afford to move out. And like now I'm I moved out and it's even in this weird, crazy year, you know, like I'm I'm here, I'm surviving. I, I did it. I felt hopeless and stuck then. But looking back, I still did these kind of small tasks daily, weekly, whatever to move myself forward. You feel like you're not getting anywhere at some point, but you really, really are. So I just encourage to just do really small, small things, even if that small thing is getting out of bed every morning, just making your bed, flossing your teeth. We all know that's fucking hard. Like it's the most (laughs) simple thing, but it can be so hard. So it's just like tiny, tiny goals just so you know that you can stick to something and you're building that confidence in yourself. Yeah, have have you shared on I can't remember if you shared on the podcast what your next steps are. Next steps. So I don't know. I'm just in a building mode right now of, you know, putting on my mus- more muscle. Um my next goal is to place at, you know, an MPC show in, you know, however long it takes. Uh it's more of it's I don't have like a show in mind. Mine coach is very much so like we don't we don't plan for shows. We just plan for a look. So we we see how you're looking and then we go from there. He doesn't really want me to be competing unless he knows that there's a good possibility of me placing or whatever. Um, so I I don't really have a timeline, which isn't the easiest for me because I yeah. you know have that like anxiety mind where I just want to know. I don't like the uncertainty and <laughs> so. I'm focusing on what I can be focusing on, and that's just making sure I'm eating and working out with quality workouts and intensity. Um, and that's where I'm at right now. But, uh, yeah, how about you? I mean, we've kind of talked a little bit about your options of where you want to go next. But I don't know if we actually, like, settled on your your, your <laughs> next thing. 
I don't, I don't, like, I don't know. I'm kind of in, like, this in-between. There's still, I do want to lose some weight um, just because eventually I want to do a triathlon. And I know that having even a few extra pounds on, on your knees, uh, um, it's not good. Um, and, you know, I want to be as light as possible while also having muscle um, because I don't know when I'm going to do a triathlon. I have no idea. I'm not ready. I'm not signing up for one, especially with COVID. There really aren't any. I don't have a bike. Um, but there are things that there are steps that I'm taking towards that. Like I have a mountain bike at home and I got a, um, a trainer for it so that I could just pedal um, at home. And then I might start, you know, trying to incorporate some running into my, instead of like the cardio that I'm doing now, try to do that, you know, on the treadmill. Um, but I, I don't know, like, I don't think I want to compete again, unless it's a, in a transition, um, a, a, a transition category. Uh, but that's kind of where I'm at right now. Um, I just kind of want to, you know, I want to have something to work towards, but I'm okay with not having a set goal like or a set thing kind of like you like you don't have a show but you're still working towards something. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think a triathlon is a great like thing to be having in the future and I think I've mentioned I might have talked about this last time where it's like you could sign up for like a 5k or something whenever those tend to start yeah. up again. I don't know. <laughs> um just something to have like a smaller goal but it's still kind of cool because it's an event to look forward to and keep you moving forward a bit but and it gives you a little bit more idea of what you know race day consists of and the prep for it and all that stuff so something whenever you know COVID know. is not horrible I, I don't think we thought when we started this podcast that we would still be in COVID mode yeah or like if we did, it wouldn't be like like the second wave wouldn't be as as horrible or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, I think the the kind of like small break we have is a bit deceiving. And then you know it comes back. It's like we all knew it was coming, but like at the same time, you just want to hope that it's not. Because <laughs> I I think Texas was kind of the perfect in between. Like I think if Texas was happening like right now or like in a month, like if we if summer shredding got pushed to to December, I feel like it probably wouldn't be happening. Um, so yeah. it was kind of in that middle ground of where, like, we weren't up in cases, we weren't down in cases, things were still going on as planned. Uh, so I think it was kind of like a great timeline for that. Definitely, definitely. <laughs> also, I was just thinking the other day how <laughs> this is so random. Sorry to anyone who doesn't watch this, but I was like, damn, of course we did, like, Summer Shredding at the year that Christian gave, like, zero fucks about Summer Shredding. I was so mad. <laughs> Like, if you guys don't know, Christian normally makes a big deal about summer shredding, and we're in his YouTube, and, you know, he announces the winners of the online competition on his YouTube channel, and, you know, he kind of cares about it, um, and I don't want to say he didn't care about it, but he didn't care about it enough to put it on his YouTube this year, and I was kind of mad because, you know, I envisioned myself on his YouTube channel, and I even won the online competition, and I'm not even on his YouTube channel like normally, so <laughs> I'm not bitter or anything. Yeah, no, and I think even that, like, those videos were the most inspiring videos he ever puts together, and those are the videos that, like, changed so many people's lives, mm -hmm. and even myself included, because I remember watching it last year and having, I think it was, like, still recovering from surgery, and I was just like, I want to do that someday. And so it's those kind of just 
moments and those emotional videos that he's made that have basically made him. So to not even have it mentioned, not even mentioned afterwards in his video is very weird. And also, I don't know, there was this thing to me that was just like, no matter what is going on in your life and, you know, he want, he is stoked about Alpha Land and all that stuff, but it's like, you can't forget what brought you there. That's and true. that was summer shredding. It is literally what made him. And so I'm just like, dude, come on. Like, yeah, you could still make a summer shredding thing. Like, I, I don't understand, but I'm not, I don't know. I'm not a businessman. I'm not <laughs> Christian. So whatever, I guess. <laughs> I was waiting for it because he was supposed to announce the winners on his, and he was supposed to have a vlog about summer shredding. And, and, you know, he recorded the whole thing. The whole thing is, is recorded and he had like photographers and videographers there. So I was very surprised that he didn't, um, post anything. And I wonder if we'll get an apology video at some point as to why he didn't. I mean, I know that this month, uh, well, October was really stressful for him. Like, they they had to stop um, construction for 10 days because they failed an inspection in October. So I don't know, like, but like you said, like, summer shredding is what made him. Like, the online competition is what made him famous and, and what made him be able to do what he's doing. Um, so, you know, to have a little respect for that and to win and not see that like you saw in previous years is, you know, kind of kind of blow a little yeah. bit yeah especially it's because like i understand uh, I don't, the guy doesn't sleep i'm always like 100 yeah, percent just however he does have a videographer and what why can like a videographer put a video together for him for summer shredding because they do they did it every year for him anyways before yeah, but that was also Nabil, and he couldn't come into the U.S. because he's in the U.K. So, and I, and I feel like he might not have a videographer yet. He did. He kept on saying he had new ones, but you never see them anymore. So I feel like he gets new ones. They don't work out. They leave, and then he doesn't have one. Hmm. So I wonder if it had something to do with because Nabil was the one who always did the summer shredding videos, and because he wasn't there, he didn't want to put one out. I don't know. Like, there's so many conspiracies yeah. that that could be it. But you're right. It is kind of hurts a little bit. Yeah. I mean, we have the Internet nowadays that we basically live on. So why not just, you know, file transfer all the shit he has to Nabil and Nabil makes it and then uploads to YouTube. That's there's true. so many like solutions that I'm like, we. I mean, I would love to give him the benefit of the doubt, but it's just not looking good. <laughs> All right, all right. Uh, I'm I'm with you on that one. But I, I do like watching last year's video was the reason why I even thought of doing summer shredding. So to think that people don't have that this year kind of is is like kind of it's it's sucks. Yeah, no, it, it bums me out too because you know, in those times where even this year where you're feeling unmotivated you go back to last year's videos and you watch that and it pumps you up but then you go this year was nothing absolutely nothing not even a lead up not even a mention nothing and so you're just like wow it's such a drastic change difference <laughs> that you just don't even know how to feel about it <laughs> It's like, we don't matter this year. 2020 sucks. We competed. It doesn't matter. We didn't win. Right. But then you should feel like it shouldn't matter more because these people busted their asses. Like, maybe they didn't have a gym. They Correct. traveled. They put themselves at risk. <laughs> 
sorry to everyone who 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 don't who doesn't care about this like we do. Right. We sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Just you know, getting this off our chest. Apparently, <laughs> it's something we didn't know we needed to talk about. <laughs> Welcome to therapy. <laughs> <laughs> Therapy Mondays with D and Cody. Did you want to talk about, I know that you said um, on your YouTube uh, that you're going to have a podcast that's just you. Did you want to mention that to them? Oh, yeah. I mean, I haven't actually announced it all anywhere yet. Oh, so <laughs> I'm just kind of like playing around with it because it's probably the most like vulnerable thing I feel like to me because it's, you know, it's very different just carrying a conversation on by myself. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm still kind of like, do I want to put this out into the world completely yet? Or, but yeah, no, I'm, I'll, I'll probably will eventually, but it's just basically me talking, coaching, you know, that sort of thing. Uh, nothing, nothing huge. <laughs> no, that's cool though. Like, um, it's, I can give you some tips. Like, I used to have to, you know, kind of talk to myself when I was on the radio. You know, you just kind of have to remember that there are other people on the side. They, they might not be talking with you or listening at that moment, but there, but there is someone there. Uh, and I know yeah. that that helped me a lot when I, when I first started, um, on radio, I would not talk on air. I would not do anything. I was so terrified of, of even speaking to, 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 to the microphone. Um, but as you do it more, you'll get used to realizing, you know, that even if you're just talking into a mic by yourself, it, you'll get used to it. Yeah, for sure. I think I'm just kind of like, so I don't want to make it too structured because then I just feel, I start getting kind of resistant to it or procrastination, like procrastination station. Like <laughs> if I try too hard, I'm just never going to do it. So, um, it's basically just kind of unstructured ramble, kind of like how I am right now and, or this podcast, but not, uh, but, but, but worse than this podcast is just me. Um, so yeah, I'm just letting it be what it is and trying to basically just improve my speaking skills. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, I, I, I know that, you know, I, I want to get more into YouTube again, just with everything this month. It's been crazy. I feel like we've been going nonstop, even though we're not going nonstop. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's very weird. I feel like I told someone, I was like, I feel like I was in fast forward for so long and I just got stuck there. And yeah, I'm, try I'm trying to hit like the pause button or like the just regular play button and it's broken and it just won't, <laughs> it won't I feel go the there. Same, yeah, I feel the same way. Like, I'm just like, what do I like? I want I want to do something, but like. I don't, yeah, like, exactly like you said, that's a good way to put it. <laughs> it's almost like you have to slow down in order to actually speed up or go at a good pace, and the fast-forward mode is just kind of this weird fuckery where your mind is, like, going too fast for you to actually put the action behind things, yeah. um, or it just makes the uh, resistance to everything seem bigger, or the fear seems bigger, like, oh... Uh, but anything I do has to be like really, really good now because I have, you know, I'm not doing a show or like, there's yeah. just this weird pressure yep. of, okay, now you're back to normal life. So you better, you better put some good shit out. <laughs> yes. That's, a, that's exactly how I feel. That's why I haven't made a video yet. Cause it's like, I don't, I can't top summer shredding video. Like I can't top that. 
So it's like, <laughs> why put out anything right now? Uh, but I know that I'll get back to it. <laughs> yeah, it, same same here. It's just kind of like summer shredding videos and content kind of made itself uh, because it was just a process that you're going through. And now it's kind of like you have to make sure that you've got something else going. And, you know, I'm bulking or whatever, but that could be going on for over a year. No one wants to hang around for that shit that long. And I I would love to fill it with, you know, recipes and cooking, but I'm eating the same shit every fucking day anyways. So there is nothing exciting there. So it's like, all right, we got to think a little harder. We can't just, you know, create the content as my day goes. It's just not going to be fun. <laughs> we should do another monthly challenge like we did in july i think we did was it may oh Oh. (laughs) it might have i don't even know we should do we should do one of those again we should just to like give give ourselves some accountability (laughs) two youtube videos a week we can start there yeah (laughs) yeah yeah that's definitely a good idea did you have anything else you wanted to leave the people with um i would say just if you're feeling the covid struggles the uh the season changing struggles of motivation and seasonal depression and stuff like that i just know you're not alone and you know make sure to keep your promises to yourself because that is part of being kind to yourself and you know (laughs) it's kind of along those lines where we have this thing where it's like oh you know give yourself grace or you know be kind to yourself and it's like yeah but at the same time being kind to yourself is not letting yourself bullshit yourself kind of like you don't want to everyone has that friend who you go to because you know they're going to be completely just honest with you and you need their opinion like be that friend for yourself and and be honest to yourself and keep your promises because that is that is kindness so yeah yeah how about you <laughs> nope i think you said it all yeah. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> uh i want to thank you guys for tuning in again for episode 24 uh, again we have an instagram at mindhub podcast um we are probably going to have some guests on hopefully soon um and if you guys want to hear or you know have any topics for us or if you want to have anyone on the podcast that we haven't brought on yet uh please let us know yes please do <laughs>